0: Hey, good morning. This is Elisa coming from the new Improved Podcast. Marketing Money Mindset has actually created a new podcast called Sip and Listen. I have five new co-hosts, including Lisa Lupo, who's here today. Hi, Lisa. Hi. How are you? I'm awesome. Do you want to introduce your co-host in life and actually on the show?
1: Sure. so my co our co-host today, one of our co-hosts today is Chris Lupo, who's my husband of ten years. We celebrated ten years this year. And together we um, help people transform their lives. We have a couple businesses that we run together, um, really focusing on helping people transform their mindset and become their best selves and enter in on a journey on personal development and just transforming. so. He's here with us today. And you may want to take a look
0: on Facebook because these are not only the most amazing people I've ever met, but they are beautiful people and in the best shape I've ever seen. So Aww, I know you. he also has a birthday today, which I was astonished to find out how old he is. But Chris, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you very much for having me. I'm very grateful to be here.
0: Awesome. And then we also have some new co-hosts too. We have David Cook. from. He's actually the founder of 100 petals. We also have Valerie James, who's the master of credit. Um, looking forward to a couple of her shows. Would love to actually connect her with both of my guests for today. And of course, we have uh, the next Jen recruiting, which is Jen Rojas, is still on board. So I just want to make sure I introduce our sponsor in addition to returning guests. Shazza, how are you? Good, I'm doing great. Yeah, and we also have, Paul, for like the first time, she's like giggly and she's so amazing, Paula A. Summer Walker. She's actually with Junior League of Phoenix and uh, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. All right, there's so many places we can start today, but I'm gonna start with one particular thing, only because I know it's a subject that most people enjoy talking about, which is money. And Shazza, you actually have an upcoming event tomorrow.
3: Well, um, Money Month 2.0 kicks off tomorrow evening with, um, I think the guest speaker is Paul Singh, with um, Results Junkies. And basically, it's a month-long collaboration um, for women business owners and entrepreneurs to really increase the resources and the skill set revolving around money for women business owners around the Valley. So there are, there are pretty much... Every Thursday, one event um, all around the valley in different sites and locations with different topics to kind of build resources, build skill sets for business owners all across the valley. So I know you just opened Hera Hub in
0: Phoenix. Um, I want to know everything. Like, oh my how God. was it? Yeah. have you been? Like, I guess when you were last on the show, was it open yet or was no. it still
3: we hadn't opened yet. You're still yeah. looking
0: for the the perfect location and I think that happened.
3: Yeah. So we opened in April and so we've been up and running for about what four or five months now and it's been amazing. Mm. Essentially we are a sponsored inspired working co working space for women, business owners and entrepreneurs and professionals in the Biltmore area, but we are not exclusive, so men are definitely welcome to come. Chris, you can go. Yeah, we've (laughs) actually had some of our best (laughs) testimonials come from men because they just love the zen-like environment that we've created, and they kind of vibe to the same frequency of a lot of women business owners, and just the atmosphere that we've created, the collaboration, the community, so it's been a really popping place. It's a lot of things happening. So where exactly are you located? I know I haven't seen the space yet. I know Jennifer's been there. Yeah. So it's we're off of 2111 East Highland in Suite 240. It's right behind, uh, if you guys know where the Whole Foods is in Town Country, yeah. right behind there. There's a beautiful building. It's hidden, but there's like an oasis in the desert. There's a lake with fountains and everything. And so we have this beautiful building and a uh, space in it. So is it everything you wanted? Well, we created it that way. Yeah, so we created the space, the environment that we wanted, and the location is just perfect because it's right off the highway. It's right next to a lot of amenities, a lot of hotels, um, and that's exactly what we need to simplify busy people's lives, especially women who juggle so many things and wear so many hats, and so people can come to Hera Hub and really focus on themselves, focus on their development, their goals, their business, and especially their clients, And then all that stuff that's waiting for you out the door is just right across the street. So you can run across the street, get your errands done, whether it's groceries or Target and all these other things that just take up so much time in our lives. And then get on the highway and go home.
0: Maybe pick up the kids.
3: Yeah, Yeah, that that too. (laughs) (laughs) So it's so great because I love the spa
0: atmosphere. Now, do I get my nails done when I'm there? No. Say
4: yes. (laughs) Can we do
3: that? Um, you know, maybe we could set something up where I could Lisa, bring are in you taking notes? <laughs> <laughs> a masseuse. We can bring in those types of things. But it's more spa-inspired in terms of atmosphere. So there's plenty of running water. There's natural light. There's plants. Things that just disarm people when they come in so they can just get into the zone and leave all that stress behind and just focus.
0: Mm, I almost feel like it's a nurturing environment. Yeah.
3: Yes. And the community that we've developed is very much like that. Everybody's mm-hmm. on the same mission. We're a very much a mission-driven um, workspace. It's not just, hey, get a desk, sit down and get your work done. And um, everybody that's joined us has, you know, they're on a broader mission to change something in life, to improve our communities, to improve um, business in the Valley. So.
0: So what if you're in the area and you just want to check it out for the day? Is that something that you can, like, do you have a pass, like a one-day pass? Yeah, oh,
3: we okay, do. Great. We, can off- we can offer one-day passes, and we even offer people that want to just try it out if they're interested in joining, because we are membership-based um, A one-day free trial and just see what it's like. Nice. And then and if anybody needs meeting rooms and conference rooms to meet clients or events and workshops, they can definitely book our space out, whether they're members or not. Do you have any workout facility? Yeah, actually, our building is amazing. We have a gym on site for any of our members to use. That's like Um, the one
0: thing I have to talk about always now with the new two podcasts Ah, that I have. They do have
3: a gym on site. I actually ate an
0: apple yesterday because I was around (laughs) them. I'm not lying.
3: (laughs) Is that so difficult? (laughs) (laughs) It is, it is but go ahead. but yeah we have a gym on site we have a cafe a large cafe downstairs with a deli Joe who bought out the deli is amazing he's a five-star chef just mm-hmm. recently relocated mm-hmm. to Phoenix and is is growing his business from there so he can cater even within the building to any event um, workshop training that we do so there's a lot of amenities including extra training room space um, on within the building so mm-hmm. Anything that anybody needs, we've got it within our suite that we've created or within the building itself just to make things easy.
0: So what do you think, Lisa? Do you think there's an event coming up soon with some health and maybe some more apples? And
3: <laughs> Yeah, I was actually um, looking
1: at your Facebook page last night, kind of doing a little research on on you and learning a little bit more about what you do, and I'm definitely vibing with your idea, with your, yeah. with your mission. So I'm curious actually to learn um, – just a little bit more about your vision for this whole thing, like where is it going? I mean, in a year, two years, five years, 10 years, like what do you see this?
3: Yeah, we have big visions. I mean, I have, I'm really bought into this mission of really empowering women business owners, entrepreneurs, professionals in the valley, and not just in the valley, but building bridges across cities And then global, because I really feel like when women succeed, they just give back to the community so much more than everybody else. I mean, they give back in so many different ways, whether it's economic, political, um, social. All of those things have a ripple effect when women business owners especially succeed. So we've already started building bridges with San Diego by creating, um, you know, a partnership with Hera Funds and sending female entrepreneurs that want want more investment in their business to an actual summit that is run for female entrepreneurs and where they connect female founders with female funders so female angel investors female-led VC firms I mean there's a whole trend of just um, empowering women business owners and funding more women in business so We want to build those bridges with other cities so people within Phoenix get those resources so we can pull them back to Phoenix and get some more attention to um, our amazing female leaders here in this valley and then grow from there. So I just really see this as um, a broader mission between cities and globally. And just, I mean, we're the fifth largest city in the country, and yet we're nowhere near on the map when it comes to some of these trends that are taking place on a global level.
0: Do you have any plans for the global expansion? Because I think that really just calls my heart in. And I know Same we both here. know Nadia. And yeah. I don't know if she's invo- <laughs> so Nadia, like to me, she's one of my coaches in the past. And she not only is just like this genuine, loving human being, but like anything she does, I just want to be a part of. Yeah. But I, I know that that's something that speaks to me when I think about Nadia as well. And I don't know if that's something she's involved in, but maybe she's involved in now.
3: Yeah. I'm going to call her right now. Right? Well, Nadia is also one of, I mean, she's the co founder of the nonprofit that we started, too. So I have a whole other life that I do on my extracurricular activities. (laughs) But um, yeah, I mean, there's like the global pull really calls to me just because I also have a global background. I am actually born in Syria, I was raised in the U.S. though. My husband's from Venezuela, so we definitely have a very global perspective on life and just being able to build those bridges, like we said, and even some of our members have already started doing things in Uganda. So like those are things that just totally excite me is just seeing how can we aid and how can we help female like entrepreneurship all over the world. And right now we're just focusing baby steps like let's fill up our space, let's, you know, get Hera Hub Phoenix really successful. And then let's start really building bridges across the world and help elevating um, female entrepreneurship everywhere.
0: Chris actually had a great um, question, too. Mm-hmm. One
2: of the buzzwords that kind of piqued my interest was somebody mentioned Zen. And so mm-hmm. is there like meditation rooms or how does that is there a way to get out of the, the chronic fight or flight that everybody's in every single day with the rat race?
3: Yeah. So we don't, I mean, I have uh, a private room that's kind of like our phone booth that I also call it my Zen space. So if anybody really needs to go in and, you know, Zen out, they can do that. And so I've actually labeled it that way specifically for that reason. Um, we actually have one of my members uh, who is, she actually spent 20 years with the Dalai Lama teaching medita- meditation practices and mind training. So it's a little mm-hmm. bit beyond even meditation. Um, and she offers classes within our space and is launching her nonprofit here from Hera Hub. And she just recently relocated to Phoenix as well. So there's a lot of amazing people within our space. And we keep attracting all of these amazing right. leaders that provide different things to kind of help people, whether it's a wellness or even leadership skills and then the business side too.
2: That's awesome. Can you talk about the membership options and how does that work as far as yeah. memberships?
3: So we have three different levels of <laughs> membership and we basically base it off of use of the space. So most people come in at that part-time where you can come in two to three days a week and that's 269 a month. Everything's on a monthly basis. Um, and Does that include Wi-Fi? I know like, it's the biggest thing. Absolutely. It includes Wi-Fi. It includes coffee and tea and snacks and um, even printing, which we realize right now, I mean not that many people use our printer, which is great. I'd rather have people be eco-friendly. Um, but if people do need printing services, I mean it's there for simple printing, nothing complex. But yeah, it's pretty much all-inclusive. And then every package gets booking room credits. So you are allotted a certain amount of time to use any of the meeting rooms or conference rooms. And then you only get billed if you go over your billing, those booking credits. So I mean, the the middle of the line is 269 for a part-time membership. If you want a full-time access, it's 399 And then if you're just popping in really once a week, I mean, we have it as cheap as $99 a month.
2: It's great. Awesome.
3: Yeah. And we actually also have five private offices in the back for those that want a private office and I actually have an office opening up next month. So if you know anybody that needs a private office. So we will let you know. Yeah.
2: <laughs> can you take us through the as far as like if I walk in the building, can you take us through you know, what what am I gonna first see? What's what's take me through the building?
3: Well, when you first walk in the building, depending on which entrance you come in from, um, there's the back entrance which you, if you see it you'll it's just water fountains it's like this beautiful lake with ducks and geese and turtles and then fountains everywhere and then you just kind of come in and go up to the second floor we're right above security so we have 24 hours security in our space um, for safety and there's plenty of parking all over the building and it's free so you don't have to pe- our members don't have to pay for that or even visitors but um, we're right off of the elevators on the second floor. And right when you walk in, you can't, I mean, you walk off the elevators, you can't miss us. We have these beautiful lights. And then you walk in and you're just hit with aromatherapy, with the sound of water, the colors. And everything that we've designed our space has been very intentional. And I just wish I had a camera for every person that's walked into our, si- our space. And it's just been like, ah, this is exactly what I've been wanting.
2: To get back to that para- parasympathetic tone. Yes.
3: Yes. And I mean, I even get lawyers that come in because we've made we've provided privacy screens for all of our meeting rooms that are doing depositions and they love our space. They just come in. There's an element of privacy within the rooms. We didn't go for the all, you know, all glass, everything we wanted We kept it modern and very professional, but also an element of intimacy and privacy for people, because that's one thing that we listen to and especially women want is a level of intimacy, not the. 20,000 square foot space where nobody knows anybody nobody is talking to each other so there's no room for collaboration as easy and connection and that's something we're fostering is really community and connection as well that's great this sounds like a place i need to check out <laughs> yeah <laughs> i
1: work from home and so <sighs> it's just this i'm i'm hearing you describe it i'm like smelting in my chair <laughs> <Yeah>. mm-hmm. <laughs> come on over that sounds beautiful yeah
3: so
0: so it's great to see this because, I, and actually, like I feel like I see it because that that intimacy, the way you describe it, like that feeling, that nurturing is just to know you. Like I, I know it. Like yeah. that's, um, and it's funny because I think I met you, when I first met you. You had this vision of it, like you mm-hmm. knew how it would look. But to just see it happening for you, and even the launch, like the community that's come around you, just the feeling for it, like. I just commend you for what you've done and Thank the you. commitment that you created this and and I know you're also a mother. You run a nonprofit. You're you know you're in the community. I yeah. mean, even the event you're doing tomorrow, like it takes something. Yeah. Um. And I know Paula too. And maybe both of you. This is a question for both of you. But what's that balance like? How do you create that to be something that's working in your life? Because I'm sure your husband at times is like, "Where's my wife?" For both of you, like, how is that something that really shows up for your life and really just speak to that for someone that's listening and looking at i'd love to do that but there's not enough hours in the day
4: i think when it comes to passion and those things that um, are very important to your life you put as a priority um i would absolutely agree with that um there is a lot that i am involved in um i work in a university full-time and then i'm part of the junior league of phoenix as a member and then part of a board I'm a board of director for the Junior League of Phoenix Foundation and all encompassing you find balance and time um based on what's important and your schedule your availability um but I really do feel that having outlets outside of your work are so important to fulfill and to be balanced as a woman and as a man
3: yeah absolutely I totally agree with that um for me, it's ever since we launched, it's, it's been insane. It has really been insane. So the, the struggle is definitely real. And, you know, luckily my husband is super supportive. And so we're on the same wavelength. We're really locked in and supporting each other. Um, I hear it more so from my kids more these days. I have three kids. And so they're like, "Well, we don't see you as much, and I'm really trying to get between soccer and swim and all these different activities and so, and you know events where people are like we you know we really want you to present at this event or come and be a part of something and um it's really it's really difficult Monday through Friday, and so there's a lot of times where I just have to say, Sorry, I can't do these evening events, I can't be everywhere, or even events in our space there's a lot of people that expect me to show up to every event in my space, and I'm like you know how many events we have? (laughs) I do have a family. I do have a life, and they are a priority. My children are a priority. And so it's been, you know, trying to spend quality time on the weekends, one-on-one with every child just to make sure everybody gets their their space with me. And also I think the fact that I am part of a nonprofit, it pulls me out. And when we have our – I have weekly meetings with our nonprofit, and so – That really helps me stay grounded as well. Is there something that other, the other activities, the extracurriculars, you know, that pull you out of the daily grind and just kind of ground you and then set you as well to like a bigger vision? Mm -hmm.
0: You mentioned one word that I always have this conflict with, which is struggle. Like it's a struggle. But is there really something that shows up as the struggle because i think that's also like the challenge in life that actually propels you to be like well now it becomes easier like the mm-hmm. fact that you've worked so much like it becomes something that's more like it's like chewing gum and walking like it's not a big deal anymore and the second question i have is with the weekends is that do you open the space up during the weekends
3: well we open the space up only for a lot of offsites. there's a lot of whether they're nonprofits or companies or people that are doing workshops That can rent the entire space for off-site use Um, like either after hours on the weekday week yeah weekdays or the weekends and so nobody's really manning the space but we will give them access to our space so they can have their meetings and their retreats Um, so you know I'm not there so my weekends are definitely at home it's with my family but as far as the struggle you know what I've noticed is it you know it goes up and down and One thing is just really communicating openly, even with Mm -hmm. the kids and just saying, hey, you know, things are going to be intense, you know, mom's starting a business and what does that entail? And they're very much a part of that. So they're also realistic about their expectations. Like, hey, life is shifting. It's a little different than it was maybe a year ago. And, you know, hopefully six months to a year from now, we'll also gravitate back to like more of a medium, not line, but. This is kind of where we're at and let's all talk about it and express emotions about Mm -hmm. it. And whether that's tears or joy. So um, there's a lot of communicating that needs to take place.
0: Yeah, I think those are my two favorite times we expand. Like when we're laughing, like that's that huge joy. And then there's those tears, those moments that really just mold you and create you and really just move you forward. Yeah. So um, Paul, I have a question for you because I don't think everyone knows about Junior League. I don't know Chris does. So um, let us know a little bit more and like how people can get involved and I definitely see some synergy between both of you just from you know, where you both are and who you are.
4: Very much so. When you were speaking so much about women empowerment and women entrepreneurs, um, that is a, a huge part of the Junior League of Phoenix. Um, The Junior League of Phoenix is the chapter for the Phoenix area. There are actually chapters throughout the United States, and our corporate office is actually AJLI, which is the Association of Junior League Incorporated. Um, We do have chapters in Mexico and Canada. Um, I'm here to speak specifically to my knowledge of the Junior League of Phoenix, which I've been a member for about five years. Um, It has now been in existence for 82 years. Um, Our focus area right now is building a healthy healthy Arizona. So we focus on topics topics specific to food insecurity, uh, nutrition, and obesity in the area. Say more about the security piece. Both of you actually
0: spoke about security, safety, which is really interesting coming from women. I don't think it's something that's usually there for men. I don't think Chris is ever afraid of walking anywhere at any time, anywhere. <laughs> but I think it's funny because for women, like, that's definitely something that we think about on a constant,
4: like, it's just constant. Yes. but And it's primarily educating our community um, and being able to pr- provide access and, and resources to those who don't that don't have the means or don't have The means for food Um, a lot of the mission of the junior league of phoenix is that piece of a healthy arizona so we have um, kids cook with heart which is part of our hallie the heart museum Um, we have a partnership right now with united um, way it's a three-year partnership where it is breakfast in the classroom and providing um, hungry backpacks Mm -hmm. um, that are packaged by the junior league members um, we have our Rockets program, it, um, math and science in the classroom, and we have a partnership with the Children's Museum. Um, we also have, um, as I'm naming these all on the top of my head, it's well, just and a I great love organization. Names. Like the names you've created, I mean, the Rocket, I mean, I'm like, I want to be a part of that. It is, it is wonderful. And you can always be a part of the Junior League of Phoenix. Um, the way that you can get more information is actually through the website on www.jlp.org. Um, it, it's wonderful. The Junior League has been very instrumental. We actually been very instrumental in bringing Phoenix Race for the Cure. Um, we were instrumental in establishing the Ronald McDonald House, um, the Emily Center, the Ryan House, um, Orpheum Theatre. And um, it, it really is quite an amazing organization of over a thousand women. Um, there are women entrepreneurs, business owners, um, teachers, doctors attorneys stay-at-home moms women that just solely give back we are a not-for-profit organization um, so our funds are received from corporate or foundation junior league of phoenix foundation donors Um, we raise our funds and um, we are always um, encouraging donations to this great organization. And you have a fun way of raising funds, too. You have um, something that I love to say, gala. Oh, gala. <laughs> <laughs> we do. I will tell you, we have some exciting events coming up. I w- I'm glad you brought that up, and it's a great seg- segue. Um, the first week of October, we will be launching our second annual Little ba- Black Dress campaign. Did you get that?
0: Little. Lisa little Black Dress Le- campaign. <laughs> we encourage you. I know you Lisa has one. Sign me up. <laughs> take part of that. Maybe um,
4: too. And that has been very successful. We um succeeded our goal last year. Um I believe it was twenty two thousand. We exceed that goal in a week. Um and then our annual white party. Um it'll be our fifth annual white party is every year annually in April mm-hmm. and all those funds go back to the league. Um, for 82 years, we've been running the annual rummage sale. It's the largest garage sale in Arizona. It runs in February, right around the 22nd, 23rd. I have a distinct feeling that that garage sale is when I wanna be at. It is incredible. <laughs> like it's not your regular garage sale. Not your regular garage sale. It <laughs> covers the entire um, Coliseum, as you might say, mm-hmm. the Arizona. Um, and we break it out into sections, appliances, furniture, um, home goods, shoes. children's shoes clothes we even have like fine jewelry fine purses mm-hmm. you would definitely love it <laughs> <laughs> ladies take note it's a great people come early we have two shifts um the first shift is um full price then the second shift it's half off mm-hmm. and um i think it's like a five dollar entrance fee and anything that is not sold it's either don- donated back to um charities or it's um given to goodwill
0: oh, that's awesome yeah.
4: So do you need volunteers for that as well, or is that something that's only coming from the Junior League? We can always use volunteers. Mm-hmm. If you go to the website, there is always a volunteer request form. Mm-hmm. You can always be part of the Junior League. And we would always lo- love you to be part of the Junior League. Sign up. Be part of the League. Yeah. I Even love that, so there's so many, there's so <laughs> many facets. Like there's so many ways that you can get involved.
0: So from the volunteering, to donating, to attending the events, grabbing yeah. your little black dress, all that great stuff.
4: It is, and there's something so fulfilling about giving back to your community. And that's what I can say about the league. Everybody says, what is it about the league? Not only is it giving back to the community, but there is a connection professionally and personally. I have connected with multiple organizations, UMOM, Make-A-Wish, Desert Botanical Gardens, the Phoenix Zoo, um, the Operation School Bus Program. Um, We are connected with museums throughout Arizona. It's just a great organization. That really has such a great impact, along with your organization that you spoke yeah. about.
0: It's funny, is I've always had this hard time of picking just one, and it feels like in this, you can actually impact a lot of different organizations all at once.
4: You can. By, by signing up or being involved, you will be connected with a, a thousand women and their network, mm-hmm. as well as the network that's within the, the Phoenix, mm-hmm. uh, the Junior League of Phoenix.
0: So we, we got to sit down for a little time, and um, one of the things I was really taken back by was the fact that you've created such wonderful relationships. Like not only are you doing and creating some difference in the world, but it's also the community that's expanded in your life. Yeah. And um, we s- say more about that, because I think in Arizona mainly we have a lot of people moving here or just moving to a different area and like lost in a way where it's like, where do I go, how do I fit in? What, you know? What's the best way to create a community? And I remember growing, when my kids were were born, um, I had just moved here and I created um, MOPS. I don't know if you remember, Mothers of Preschoolers. And that became my tribe, so to speak. And like, I never was so grateful for meal support than that day that, you know, I brought my baby home and everyone cooked for me. You know, and it was this community of people that really just wanted to create something that I felt loved and cared for. Yeah. And that's kind of what I felt when I was talking to you.
4: And thank you. And I I do. I I feel like it really comes down to loving what you do and doing what you love. Um, And you're absolutely right. Phoenix is a hub of a lot of organizations, um, great businesses, and it's a great hub for networking. Um, There are so many choices out there. And I think that you have to go to what you're passionate about. There are people that are, you know, moms, young moms. And there's a lot of organizations like um, East Valley Moms. Blog and Scottsdale Mom's blog. There's um, furry pet lovers, you know, there's the Arizona Humane Society. And, I know you're one of them. And, and I absolutely, I'm getting involved actually this year. Um, I was just selected to be on Compassion for Fashion. Um, committee their largest annual event and I'm really really excited because I What is that? I've never heard of it. I, really, I think
0: Chris wants to come because I know he has a furry friend.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have kids and I, I'll put that out there. It's just my husband and I and, and um, my rock star husband he's a musician and um, and my two two boys and so I have a chihuahua and I have a uh, toy poodle. Uh, my poodle is Speedy and my chihuahua is Tiny Tim because we got him around the holidays And I love them both, and I'm very passionate about animals because those are my babies. And um, Compassion for Fashion is their annual event to raise funds for the Arizona Humane Society. It's an annual event. I'm extremely excited. Their kickoff event is in October. Um, And it's a great way to get involved. It's, It's a fashion show, luncheon. Um, Wait, are the furry friends fashion show or the adults <laughs> fashion <laughs> show? It's going to be for adults. It's oh, actually adults. I <laughs> was <laughs> kind of hoping for like this blend of a dog chihuahua coming down the... Dog e- show. E- yeah.
3: You <laughs> know, I, I actually <laughs> met someone that makes costumes and clothes for dogs oh. that came through Hair Hub. It's Sorry. just incredible what people are passionate <laughs> about and they make I that their,
4: their passion. And, and it's wonderful. It really is wonderful.
0: So are you going to be in the fashion show?
4: Oh, we we don't know that yet. (laughs) Oh, so there is. I'm just part of the the organization behind the scenes, and I'm flattered to do that. And so how do you get tickets for that as well? You know, more information to come. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know yet um, because uh, this is the first time that I'll be on the committee, but the committee launches for the first time in October. That's exciting. Mm -hmm. It's very exciting. What's expected? Like
0: what's... You know what's building up for this? Like, how many attendees? Do you have a location yet? No, I want all the details. All
4: the details. I, from what I know, the committee um, will meet uh, the first Wednesday of each month, um, and it sounds like that will run from October through February, I believe. And then I believe the the event is actually Sunday in March. Um, think The third, second, or third Sunday March. I really am just so new to it, so I can't. Speak well, you'll have to, to, to it. keep <laughs> us posted. I mean, there's I definitely some interest. Thank you. Mm. And, and then, can I
1: ask you just something really quick going sure. back to um, the programs that you do? I was reading on your website about all the different programs that you guys do with your foundation and really interested in kind of some of the outcomes that came out of working with the children and teaching them cooking and all of that. Do you have those numbers? Do you recall like? the kids coming off of sugary drinks, and I was just reading some of the statistics of the numbers, and that was really, really cool to me to be able to see how it impacted.
4: You know, I I can't speak to the numbers. I could certainly bring those back and um, open this up for another podcast. (laughs) I can't speak to the numbers, but I do know that there's a huge impact. So um, just to clarify, I, I am a member of the Junior League of Phoenix, but I'm also part of the Junior League of Phoenix Foundation, which actually solicits funds to support the junior league of phoenix so both are foundations in their own right for um not for profit um so i'm more of the active you know get there and sure. uh, but the numbers are managed through our finance department and director of finance
1: it was really cool to see that though just to see the outcomes you know not and just this is on. what we're doing but this is what we're doing and this is the outcome from what we did
4: absolutely yeah. yes and that that is the result is what is happening in what is changing in the community mm-hmm. for better.
0: So do you have any personal interest? Like besides, I know the furry animals, but what, what are you looking to see coming up next year?
4: And are you, are you passing the baton or what? Very good question, yes, yes. So I'm in my second year in my term as a board of director for the foundation. Um, this year I was appointed as the fundraising chair, so I oversee the fundraising efforts. The foundation, which is so huge, yes. so congratulations! Thank you very much. Um, it is 19 board of directors um, that support are out there, really speaking to the mission and vision of the foundation, which is so powerful. Um, I am um, passing that baton on, and um, will be completing my term. and I'm, It's been a wonderful two years, and really has opened me up to the foundation side. Um, currently I'm in my fifth year as a junior league of Phoenix member, very excited. It's been very wonderful to be part of that. I'm going to be part of compassion for fashion and, um, I I'm tossing around, I know, believe it or not, (laughs) I may have said this when we first met, but I'm looking at launching my own nonprofit foundation next. Yes. And it will be on a focus of pets and animals, um, the medical necessity and care of animals. And it already has a name it would be speedy miracles foundation yeah <laughs> <laughs> i love the
0: joy that comes out of you when you talk about that
4: i'm really excited i have known this for a long time because i was personally affected by it my poodle ruptured his back and had four disremove, and i had to rely on somebody immediately for six thousand dollars for an immediate surgery to save him he was completely paralyzed Um, My husband and I saw him from catheter dragging his legs to now walking on all fours, and I believe, and I'm so grateful for the staff that helped him through, and I just want to give back. It really is about giving back, especially when you go through something that's so personal to you. God, I'm reminded Mm -hmm. of Chris
0: from this weekend now, like being affected by what you see, and
4: Mm
0: -hmm. um, I don't know, Chris, will you be open to sharing a little bit of that? Because it it definitely spoke (laughs) a little bit of that.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. well, you know, Lisa and I had a early workout on Sunday morning. We got to the gym around 7.30 a.m., and we walked out to our car when we were done. And our battery was dead, so, you know, I was a little bit irritated over that. I kind of had a feeling that was going to happen um, the night before. It had a rough start, so I was kind of concerned about that because I know the heat out here can really drain batteries. So needless to say, I wasn't in a great mindset at the time and you know i was kind of sitting in the car feeling a little helpless nobody was stopping to ask if we needed help the hood was up it was pretty obviously that we were having some issues and lisa pretty much said okay i gotta i gotta stop this because you know that's that's not attracting anybody we're not asking for help so she kind of got out of the car and just stood outside and put a smile on her face and within 10 seconds several people walked up and asked if we needed the jump start, And um, before you know it, some gentleman was nice enough to come over with some cables. We pushed the car out. And then, um, you know, so we were kind of looking up a little bit. Things were moving in the right direction. We decided to go to Walmart <clears throat> and buy a pair of uh, jumper cables. So if, if we needed a start before we can get a battery, we had the opportunity to do that. So Lisa went into Walmart and got the jumper cables and came out. And I said to her I went, as she got in the car in a joking way things are looking up and not, not so much as probably 10 seconds later as we were leaving the Walmart parking lot, we pulled up to the exit and there was a couple probably in their seventies who were in wheelchairs, overweight, um, clearly homeless. And they were sitting in the hot sun, um, you know, trying looking for money and or any, whatever, anything they, they were obviously in a bad place and instantly, that put things into perspective. And I, so I felt so horrible for how I felt when, when our battery was dead because it's a battery. You can go and get another battery. You can get we, have <laughs> we have a
1: car. We have a car.
2: And so, you know, I scrounged up whatever change we could give them. At the time, we gave it to them. The guy could barely get out of his chair. As I pulled away, I just, I got extremely emotional. I mean, I, start, I broke down because it was it was one of those things i said to lisa it just it puts everything in perspective and i said here we are here i was feeling horrible about our battery dying when these people you know are in a the position are in who knows why they got there doesn't matter but they're in a bad place and so you know we went home and i said to lisa i gotta go bring something back to them because they're sitting out there in the hot sun they don't even realize it and so i we packed up a cooler with two you know containers of water with uh some electrolyte drink in it um, some ice and they and, and gave him a cooler and and I drove back and another bag of small change that we had to give and so I got out of my car I parked my car and I walked over to them and I gave it to them and I could not believe the look in their face it was it was like Christmas you know they they were so grateful for little water with an electrolyte drink and some change in a cooler and so that really kind of you know, lit them up. It was it was, it was was very humbling mm. to see that and really kind of put things into perspective. That's
1: really neat. I mean. And within minutes you were talking about we already have this passion for animals and wanting to help animals and we've always talked about that, you know, eventually wanting to do something in that way to help animals and he kind of identified that having this experience that gosh, I do really want to help people and animals, you know, at a greater level than what we do now and being able to serve the people that don't have the money to pay for our services. Mm. You know, and it it just, it brings that whole conversation around, like you mentioned earlier, Elisa, about money. And it's like, when we can look at money as an opportunity to give even more, Mm. instead of looking at it as greed or, you know, you you look at it as, gosh, when I'm wealthy and when I'm taken care of and Mm. when I'm abundant, I have even more that I can give to others. And it just really became very clear at that moment that, It's even more of a reason to be on a such a powerful mission to serve and do what you do that does generate income so that you can then take the time to serve the people that can't pay for your services and Mm. don't have the access to the Internet to, you know, all of the things that we have. So
4: absolutely.
0: I get a little choked up after that. but um it's it's great to see the difference that we actually can create when we pay attention and i don't know if the the dead battery was this this chance to to look and see something but it definitely is i mean i i know when you mentioned it like just to be bothered by something as as small as a battery like and i know that can really put a dent in your day but when you can really see that as something that made you see something else it's really powerful Mm. so i invite everyone to to look around and see what the difference you can make and um, when we created the the new name of the show and the new partnership that's been created, it was really about collaborating and really just giving back to one another on a scale that we um, we don't even think about when we're doing things for our own selves. So it's really about, you know, leaving something that's making a difference for someone else. Mm. So that's part of today's show. but um, I really feel grateful for everything that's been going on on the show. Is there anything else that you, either of you would like to, to see different or anything that you'd like to mention that actually could create a difference for our clients or our listeners? And maybe it's also like an inspiration that they can take with you. Um, part of what the show is about coming up now is to be in action for something. You know, th- the inspiration. Paula's like, yes!
4: I do. I just, I'm really... Um, A great man once told me, and this is a quote that I truly live by. This is how I live my life. Um, Make a place better than you found it. And I would agree that is your personal life, professional life. It's the people you interact with, your family, your friends. Leave people, places, situations better than you found them. Um, I really appreciate being part of the show today. It, it really is nice to be able to touch lives and I would love to leave both websites on how you can remain connected to the Junior League of Phoenix. Um, you can go to www.jlp.org and for the Junior League of Phoenix Foundation, you would go to www.foundationjlp.org Thank you so much.
3: How about you? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> like just being in action is just so important and um, even the small steps every small step leads to something bigger and greater and that's something um, I constantly think about and even people that come in contact with is that there's something bigger out there that everybody's striving for there's different organizations different nonprofits. even the work or the business that you might be in might be something so much greater than yourself but Mm -hmm. you just have to you know take those steps and make those connections and just keep keep pushing forward to that bigger dream so um, there's a lot of different ways to plug into the community um, and a lot of ways to give back so and the junior league is just one of them but you know um, you can for anybody else that reaches out I mean I get a lot of people that come into Phoenix that are recently relocated especially women and they stop through my space and then I'm like all right what do you need? And how can I get you connected? And then just start pushing people off into different directions based on their passion and based on their interests. So, um, yeah, if anybody's interested, they can definitely check us out as well at www.herahub, which is h e r a h u b dot com forward slash Phoenix. And, you know, come check us out and get you plugged in. Are you thinking of
0: expanding to any other locations in Arizona? Do you
3: I mean, it's there. I get that question a lot. Yeah. It's just a matter of let's just get this one off and running. <laughs> let's get out of the startup phase. <laughs> so, but yeah, it would be a matter of seeing where is there a pull um, in the greater Phoenix area of other people that want this kind of community, want this type of space, and and that vibe. So. Yeah. There's always opportunities. Well, it's
0: funny because sometimes it's also like creating it and then allowing people to see that mm-hmm. so that it actually becomes something that they want. Because right. a lot of times before it's created, do we even know we want it? Like, yeah. how do we know we want cars until there was cars? Right. But it's it's really creating that momentum for people. And I think, um, especially these days, like saving money. I mean, to have the co-working space, not only are you saving money, but you're actually co like. You're just in an environment that just feeds what we're doing. Exactly. So it's great to have that. Yeah. And I hope you do grow because I think a lot of areas I know might have
1: Yeah, I would use it in my area for sure. Where are you? I'm in Chandler. Okay. Chandler Gilbert yeah. area. Yeah. There's a lot of entrepreneurs live there. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. Look, she just opened up a space. Go. I
1: yeah.
0: know. <laughs> 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 Lisa's on it. Yeah. Um Paula, is there any mail Events like anything that Chris can go to, because I know he's dying to go to one of the <laughs> junior league events.
4: <laughs> you can always be involved. We we definitely say that um, uh, the males definitely take on a part of the junior league. Um, we always feel that they they do. They take on a huge part of the league. Um, certainly with our rummage sale, um, the men are very involved in moving and putting furniture in place. Uh, the white party is a great event to bring um, ladies bring their spouses to and. Um, and we, we definitely involve um, the men in that regard. Um, uh, you know, on the foundation side, um, the board of directors are not strictly women. Um, they actually can be women and men that sit on the board for the Junior League of Phoenix Foundation and make a huge impact. Um, so men are always incorporated <laughs> as part of um, both both segments.
2: That's great. I'm definitely interested in the uh, Compassion for Fashion um, event with the Humane Society. That's wonderful. Oh, yeah. Did you hear it? He wants to be in the fashion show. <laughs> long, long, long <laughs> I, I heard it.
4: <laughs> he's got kind of a nice strut. <laughs> not,
0: sure, not sure about the fashion show. <laughs>
2: no,
1: he's in. He's in. We'll, we'll talk. Later.
0: Okay. <laughs> you bet. You bet. <laughs> <laughs> I think he'd be great.
4: Um,
0: okay. So one of the questions I have too is, um, so if people want to get involved, um, I know that there's certain goals or measures or. Um, Have you reached your personal measure because I know I love the fact that the board comes together and they all have a set number and I mean it's just a number which is kind of fun but I mean the reality is um, to raise funds and to create more movement in the world. So is that something that you need support in?
4: Um. Always. I mean, we always encourage um, funds, and we would really appreciate that. Twenty five dollars can make a huge difference, <laughs> and thousands of dollars can make a huge difference. But we, we're so understanding that money is at the core of the funds that the foundation raids and certainly provides and grants and in checks back to the Junior League of Phoenix for leadership development, for our programs, and ultimately to impact the, the community for betterment. Um, you know, if you do want to donate, and I certainly encourage you to, um, go to www.foundationjlp.org, um, there is a donation tab, and donate what you are comfortable with. And believe me, no none of those funds go directly to the directors at all. Um, It does not go to paid clergy. (laughs) It goes directly to um, the foundation and its programs um, that ultimately we, and the money that we provide back to the league. Um, The way that you can get involved with the Junior League of Phoenix, you can actually become a member yourself. Um, The members are anywhere from the age of 21 on up. Um, And we have women that are at different stages. You brought up the point that sometimes it's hard to find yourself and what you want to do a lot of women are graduates from college or they've just moved from the valley Um, arizona is known to be very transient and so um, it's very interesting women that move here certainly join the league to be part of something greater um, and to be part of a greater mission of giving back and i can assure you the women that have joined have ultimately have found a greater purpose um, and greater connections
3: personally and professionally have you um, worked with the Junior League before? or No, actually, I haven't. and I. Rem- but I do have a friend that used to tell me about it, but um, I have not had a chance yet. We're definitely going to have to connect.
4: We will definitely have to connect. <laughs> it's wonderful. I, I can tell you, it, I think you get more out of it than that you give, and there's many opportunities to give. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: It's funny because when I first heard about it, it was almost like this elite group. But then you hear the amount of years that they've been involved in the Valley and like the difference that they're making. It's like, how did I not hear about it? But it's, mm. it's almost like not this selfish, like, you know, doing. It's this really just wanting to give because you can and you want to and you really just want to make a difference in the world, which I think is just phenomenal.
4: It is. It, it truly is unpaid service, 100%. Mm. So what would you like to leave our listeners with today? I just, to everybody who's hearing, just know that each one of you can make an impact in this world um, for better um, by picking somebody up or stopping somebody that has their car broken down or you know, taking care of a little furry animal or <laughs> joining the Junior League or providing funds to the foundation that the foundation ultimately gives back to the Junior League of Phoenix. There's so many ways to give back um, and we do that in our own lives. Um, not even being part of a foundation, um, as parents, as single parents that get up and feed their kids and take them to school every day. And, um, you know, we're all just trying to make it in this big world. And I just wish everybody um, a great day and uh, just encourage you to give back in any way that you can.
3: I ditto everything she said. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. That was great. Yeah.
0: So I do want to wish my co-host Chris a happy birthday once more. And I also want to just acknowledge both you and Lisa for um, trusting that this show is something that brings value to people and for bringing everything that you both are to the show. Um, It's great to have people that are conscious about health and well-being and and really the abundance that we can all have in this world. And um, really the mindset that it takes to really kind of create all that difference and and to know that at any moment it's either here or it's gone, and it's this conscious effort that we really put into life that actually makes a difference. Um, and what can I leave you with? Because I think for you, like I've, I've known you, we just keep crossing paths. Mm-hmm. It's amazing to be in the space that we are. And um, what is something that I can leave you with today?
3: Just, you know, encouraging people to come check out Hera Hub and really help us grow this community. Okay. And if they,
0: if someone listening wants to come to the event tomorrow, how does that? Is there still room?
3: Um, I believe there's still room. The kickoff is tomorrow night, and then every Thursday during the daytime is the Money Month events. But if anybody goes to moneymonthaz.com, all of everything for the entire month is listed on the events section, and that's just moneymonthaz.com.
0: And what day are you involved mainly?
3: Um, we have an event at Hera Hub on the 13th, so not this Thursday, next week, next Thursday.
0: And is that open to anyone? And
3: yeah, but everybody does have to RSVP, um, and so they have to go through the website. You have to RSVP to every event um, just to make sure there's a space available for you. That's
4: awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anything else coming up this year that we should kn- know about? I know well, we have our white outfit, our little black dress. and
3: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a there's always plenty of events within Hera Hub that we just connect with a lot of women's organizations around the valley that use us as their landing space and launching pads. So if anybody even goes to our website at herahub.com forward slash Phoenix, goes to our calendar of events um, and link there. But one of the biggest events is um, on September 15th I'm actually heading out to San Diego for the Hair Mm Venture Summit with a number Mm -hmm. of female founders here from Arizona and so we're Mm -hmm. hoping to grow that every year and get more of those connections and those you know building bridges Mm -hmm. between Phoenix and San Diego so that's an event to check out for sure. if anybody wants to road trip with me to the beach (laughs) (laughs) oh is that an invitation hey it's always an invitation to something
0: (laughs) so what if i have um some friends who would like to speak
3: Mm, um
0: is that something that's an open platform or is that something that has to be an interviewed
3: well it's not interviewed but we do um people can just reach out to me i get a lot of those requests especially if somebody wants to set up a workshop event and then we can actually you know book the space or book a meeting room and be able to develop that workshop platform there's always um there's always room for workshops and um especially leaving some but somebody with like three action items it's not a matter of i'm not in favor of just talking heads i was like if i want someone to come through our space i want them to be a purpose there's got to be something you're leaving somebody with and not just um spouting at the mic for the sake of spouting at the mic (laughs) what's your purpose what's your mission you know what what can somebody walk away from and say hey these are the three things I can implement or that I need to know to better improve myself or my business or my goals or development somehow
0: and you Lisa any last words for our listeners
1: I just thank you for having us I mean we're super excited about this we're really really thrilled to be part of something that's a legacy you know i feel like like we, we talked about that just having these, these recordings having this information out there where you're collaborating with other people and sharing other people's music you know so to speak um with the world and it's there forever so we're super excited and really great to meet you guys and yeah thank you
2: chris no thank you for having us and you know we're grateful to be here and it's you know this is to be part of something like this is definitely in alignment with our purpose and we're, we're here to contribute give back to the world
0: with that go do something great for yourself and others awesome. and we'll see you guys next week